Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, there are a couple of ELI 5 questions about the stock market in general that come up from time to time. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, some weeks lots of questions come in and it often comes when there are wild swings in the stock market itself. That's true. Well, there are also questions that are good no matter what the season is or the economic cycle. So let's start with this question to begin with. What is a hedge fund? Oh, that's a great one. So this actually causes a ton of confusion because of the word hedge. Um, They actually originally called them hedge funds to relate to the term hedger bets, which is like, you know, it's like investing in a way to kind of protect against loss. Right, you might be supporting one possible result, or even both sides of the the competition, both up and and or down. Uh, but really, ironically, today uh, hedge funds are sometimes just the opposite. They're even riskier than normal. So we're talking about hedge as in the verb, uh, not hedge as in the fences or the bush. Oh right, yes. Uh, but actually, the words uh, definitions are kind of related. Uh, the word hedge is from uh, Old English. Originally uh, meaning any fence, living or artificial. And the first known use of the word as a verb, meaning to dodge or evade, uh, it dates all the way back to the 1590s, uh, meaning to insure oneself against loss, as in, you know, maybe a bet, uh, is from the 1670s. Very interesting. So to your question, you know, hedge funds are basically these uh, specialized and really exclusive versions of mutual funds that are generally only available to uh, folks like institutional investors or very high net worth individuals. Uh, And also really important to note, they are far less regulated than publicly accessible funds. So because of that, hedge fund managers uh, tend to use very aggressive investment techniques and invest in a wider array of products, financial products, than purely just stocks or bonds. Uh, They tend to dabble in things like options or other derivatives, uh, maybe even real estate, uh, currencies, art, precious metals, or really anything else that could be bought or sold. Um, They often use large amounts of borrowed money as well. So this is called leverage in their world and are generally exposed to a lot more risk uh, than normal mo- normal funds, since they are doing so much borrowed money. Mm-hmm. Um, hedge funds also frequently take short positions. You know, a short position is when you bet that a stock will go down instead of up. Uh, sometimes this is used to again hedge against market downturns uh, or take advantage of uh, failing companies. So we'll come back to shorting in a minute because lots of questions come up about that. But why did you say hedge funds are the opposite of hedging your bets? Why are they riskier? Yeah, yeah. So the name hedge fund, it originated in the 50s and 60s uh, because such funds would actually try to optimize their investments to reduce risk. So for example, if you wanted to hedge against, let's say, oil prices falling, but you believe that Chevron was a good company, you might buy Chevron stock but short sell Exxon stock, uh, two different oil companies. And the irony is that today's hedge funds are mostly the opposite in terms of being more risky than truly hedged. It's really more and more just a generic label now to use by these private funds with varying and sometimes opposite goals and investment strategies. 
Okay, so now that it's come up a couple of times, uh, when you talk about shorting, can we explain like I'm five short selling? Okay, okay, uh, I'll give it a try. I'll do the best I can. Uh, let's. Oh, it's 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 good to tell a story here. Uh, so Tim, let's say you have an apple, right? And it's worth about ten ten dollars right now in the market. Uh, I walk up to you and I tell you, hey, Tim, can I borrow your apple? Sure, you can borrow my $10 apple, Kevin. Um, I want it back in a week, though. No problem, no problem. I'll definitely return your apple in a week. So next, I turn around and I go to the market and I sell it for $10. Now, I have $10 and no apples, right? So how am I going to return the apple to you in a week? Well, what happens is I'll, I wait a week and... Uh, very fortunately, the price of apples goes down to only $5 now. So what I do is I go to the market, I buy an apple for $5, and then I give you the apple back, right? So you and I, we're whole. But if you remember, I originally sold it for $10, and I had to buy it back for $5. So I made a $5 profit. Mm. Uh, and that's how shorting, you know, in this case, shorting a, 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 an apple. Uh, but I have made money on the price of apples going down. Um, however, if the price went up instead... I would be wrong, right? I would lose money because I would have had to buy an apple at a higher price in order to give it back to you. That's pretty smart. Uh, so people short selling are really selling stocks that uh, aren't really theirs to begin with, uh, which they need to buy back at a later date, hoping that the price is going to go down. Exactly, exactly. Selling them first is called uh, the shorting, so also called short selling. And then buying them back is sometimes called covering uh, the short. So there are other details like uh, interest that you could charge on that apple when you borrow it, but we don't really need to get into that for here. Okay. Uh, one thing we can get into, though, and has come up a few times in recent history is uh, something called a short squeeze. Uh, and I think we should explain that. Oh, yes, yes. That has been in the news as of late. Uh, so let's say I instead borrowed 100 apples from you, not just one. And I did the same thing. I immediately sold them for $10 each. Uh, hoping that they be, you know, only $5 next week. Okay. Uh, what's the problem with that? Uh, okay, so now imagine someone saw me make the deal on that 100 apples I borrowed from you, right? Uh, and then immediately turned around and sold. So they now know I have to get you 100 apples uh, by next week. So what that individual does, they, they, go up, they go all around town and buy up all the apples in town. Uh, so that next week, when I try to buy apples to return back to you, I can't find them anywhere. Ah, but you still owe me 100 apples now. Yeah, yeah, I still owe you that. Uh, so eventually, uh, someone, maybe that individual, uh, figures out that I'm in a buy and decides to sell me one for $20. And then maybe someone else sells me one for $30 and the next for $40. And really, I just have to buy uh, an apple no matter what price they are. I see. So you're in trouble because you owe me 100 apples. Uh, someone knows that. Uh, and you have to buy 100 apples at sky-high prices. Yeah, exactly. There's no supply, right? Mm. Uh, and since I sold them for only $10, uh, now I have to spend $1,000 or more. Uh, but now I have to spend way more to buy them back. I see. You, you might not be just out your $1,000, but more than what you made from it. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and this is what happened to GameStop stock in January 2021, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, folks on the Wall Street Bets subreddit realized that lots of hedge funds had borrowed, essentially shorted GameStop shares, thinking it would go down. 
uh, and being gamers, they instead bought uh, all the GameStop shares that they could find. So the, this phenomenon doesn't happen all that often, but when it does, it can make the news quite easily. There have been a few in recent years. Yeah, there have been a few in recent years. Uh, I remember one with, uh, there's an there's a auto manufacturer named Porsche, right? And in October 2008, uh, a short squeeze uh, was triggered by an attempted takeover um, by Porsche, temporarily drove the shares of Volkswagen, on the uh, DAX stock exchange from 210 euros to over a thousand euros in less than two days. Actually briefly making Volkswagen the most valuable company in the world uh, for a brief moment in time. Uh, so in that case, you know, kind of think of it like traders uh, shorting the stock didn't realize that there was another company that had already started buying up shares in hopes of an acquisition. Uh, even the, the Porsche CEO back then was actually charged with market manipulation over his role in the event. Mm. And recently, uh, some hedge funds have lost money big time by, uh, you know, being involved in the short squeeze, but sometimes they make money as well, right? Oh, yes. Um, there was another recent example in November 2015. Uh, Martin Shkreli, he orchestrated a short squeeze on a failed biotech company, uh, Calabios, KBIO, that causes share price to rise like 10,000% in just five trading days. Um, yeah. Well, glad that we now know a little more about hedge funds and about short selling. So thank you for explaining that. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have suggestions on future topics. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.